Hello. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> it's a true neutral. True neutral. Vigi games. Vigi games. Yeah, we're gonna have a. This will be a Vigi games three. Go back and listen to those other two that are We've labeled two. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the other one was bad video games when I complained about Assassin's Creed for an hour. Yeah, yeah. Yes, I did. And I had a whole list of bad games because I buy cheap games too much. I think I took up most of the time in that episode. I think you did. <laughs> Complaining. <laughs> it was all complaints. That episode was all complaints. But uh, that's the opposite of what this episode's about. This episode... Um, is uh spoilers a part or a two-parter it's gonna be a two-parter because we realized that this one's good it's gonna take a little bit of time yeah um shout out to Acast plus listener dj um this was uh his request for an episode and we were more than happy to oblige because something we really like to talk about it's our top 10 video games and uh top 10 games of all time we're uh we already know we're splitting it into two right now because uh Look, uh, Derek and I are really good friends. We have a lot of common interests. But when it comes down to splitting hairs, uh, it turns out, like, we don't have a lot of the same things. Yeah, no. (laughs) These lists, I feel, are going to have exactly zero overlap. that's, That's my prediction. We, we'll see. I think there's a couple uh, potentials, but yeah, I'm pretty sure that's true. Um, so anyway, we're, we're pretty sure this is going to be longer. If we somehow fly through it, maybe it'll be a one part, but I doubt it. Yeah, I yeah. doubt it. Um, so had, um, how did you choose your list? I'm, I'm... I chose my list. I went into it. Um, I didn't want to pick uh, two games from like the same franchise. Right. At all. And so, like, even if, like, for instance, I wanted to pick, like, I don't know, any one Look. of the games that has, like, multiple games in it or whatever. I've got a Pokemon game on my list. Is it because I don't want to talk about every single Pokemon game? No. It's because I picked the one that I thought had the most impact. Yeah. Or yeah. was the most fun for me all the way throughout, or... Like yeah, so the, they're the so, favorite one yeah. out of out of that whole franchise. A peak example of what that franchise is fun for. Mm-hmm. I also um, didn't want to stick to like a genre because I am very heavily into like certain genres of game. A lot of the time, like I well. Most of the time, if I have a choice of game, I'm usually going for, like, the JRPG-style game. I like long, drawn-out, very cinematic, story-driven games that are uh, going to take me a while to play and yeah, have lots think, of build-up and lots of, like, upgrades and levels. Kijima. Yeah, or, like, Final Fantasy games. Yeah. Or, like, the very that that's very much my style. Um... So I wanted to spread it out over more than just one genre, and I kind of did a, a picking of some of my favorite games from from each genre and putting them in, because they equally fall under that as well as fit very nicely into my favorite games of all time. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like I have a very varied and um I think I got a lot of banger ass games on this list. I'm just saying. Well obviously. I mean <laughs> okay. so, uh, I wanna say I did I did pick these a little bit more based on um like time played and impact on my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um and uh do you have any honorable mentions? Let's, let's Honorable go. mentions. Um I, I have three i wrote down i i didn't write any down so why don't you uh give me a couple of years so that i can think of all right so um what minecraft came came just came a little late in my life to have as big of an impact to get on the list but mm-hmm. it's uh been a great bonding experience for both me and my partner and me and my son mm-hmm. my partner and i my partner and my son that really bothered me actually just now my mm-hmm. myself and my son Oh my god. You anyway. yourself and Irene. Yes. <laughs> Jim Carrey's there too. <laughs> <laughs> no, 
but yeah, Minecraft is a really fucking awesome game that deserves a shout out, but it's not on my top ten because it just wasn't in my life early enough, basically. That's fair. Um, we got uh, Monkey Island 3, specifically. <laughs> um, this one is uh, just a really fun game. It, like, half developed my person, my sense of humor. and Yeah. Like, it was just a really awesome game. It just, I didn't play it as much as some of these other games, so it's on there. And then um, both the recent Legend of Zelda games. They're fucking amazing games, and I'm going to play them. Tears of the Kingdom, I'm going to play for years to come. And I've been playing Breath of the Wild for literal years. So, uh, like, they deserve a shout-out, and they're going to go down as some of the greatest games of all time. But uh, they didn't make this list, because mostly because of how recent they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I guess, oddly enough, for me, if someone would be underground games across multiple genres <laughs> um need for speed underground yeah didn't make the list um hey um, but it's so a that's really fun a game really nice segue into my top number 10 need for speed underground yeah nice <laughs> hell yeah so a little bit overlap <laughs> uh and the other one i was gonna say is uh, tony hawk underground spoilers for next week yeah <laughs> Did not quite make the cut for me. Um, and then probably, like, like the original Super Mario Bros. Duck Hunt combo cartridge. I played that a lot as a kid, and uh, that also did not make the list. Fair enough. Um, but your, your, your number ten... Need is for Speed Underground, huh? Need for Speed Underground. Hell yeah, yeah. that's so, such a good game. So it's it's just a shining example of the best parts of the Need for Speed franchise. It is like... The customization yeah, options. The customization oh, on that one My cars one was, were so sick, and they were all pink and green, and yeah, they were kick-ass looking. Yeah, I always had just the coolest uh, fucking... The, the coolest shit to me. Yeah. And, and I would make it so like complex like i would have like layers and layers to my decals like <laughs> oh man and, oh i was a lazy decaler uh, i didn't i didn't fuck around with all of that but i made the cars look cool and i made them go fast and then i drove fast in them now see i cared less about the stats of the cars and more about the way they looked it's still a racing game yeah i know race. and and i I'm really good at racing games. Like, I don't, like, if I'm racing against computers, I'm not going to talk like I can compete with people who play, you know, competitively. But, like, when it comes to just the base level game, I can get through any story mode of any racing game in, like, maybe two tries on a race. Like, I have played a lot of racing games. Mm -hmm. And so... I don't need to upgrade my cars all the time. I need to do the base upgrades that are necessary because at a certain point your car is just not good enough. But apart from that, I can win the races. <laughs> like, I just... I I know how to do that. I just spent so much time. Gran Turismo 3, I should also get a quick little shout-out because that's one of those ones that, you know... Hit my spectrum. Yeah, brain spoilers from my list. <laughs> uh, so I won't go too much into that, but uh, it's yeah. Need for Speed Underground is just like the, the way they have it set up. It's I I should have looked at reviews for all of these, but I'll be honest, it took me a while to remember to do this list. Like this morning, <laughs> and like after I took a nap. Like two hours ago when I woke up. <laughs> so, I was done a while ago. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. Need for Speed Underground. Very good game. Yeah, my 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 number my number ten. It's hell yeah. I like, I don't really. It, it's a racing game. Mm -hmm. Like there's not a lot of. Outside of that, like it's oh, no. it, it's a racing game. It's, racing. it's an open world racing yeah, game. Was it was one it was, of the first ones. I, was, of that. I think it was the first open world racing game I played, and they really formatted it really well. Mm -hmm. Open world racing games today have too much stuff on the map for me. 
Yeah, that one, it was really fun to drive. Like, there was enough cars to make it be like, oh, yeah, it's populated or whatever, but it's like, it wasn't overwhelming. Did that one have the, yeah, the cops could chase you on the overworld as well, right? Yeah. 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 And I remember the cop chases even being fun in that game. And nowadays they have hot pursuit and whatnot, and everyone is like, then you're the cop or whatever, but I'm like, that's boring. Yeah, I never the, liked the hot pursuit games. I think no, they're boring. I don't. I don't like that either. Why do you want to be the cop? You want to be the guy in the cool car racing away from the cop. You don't no, want to be the cop yeah. in the weirdly cool cop car. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> why is this cop driving what looks to be like a Ferrari? Like what the? Why do you have a Ferrari cop car? <laughs> it's, it's copaganda. It's all it is. It's it's. They were like, hey, um, you're actually giving us a bad reputation, and we'll pay you a lot of money and sponsorship dollars if you. Uh, don't do that so much and actually go the other way and they were like hey that's a lot of money (laughs) what's your number 10 my number 10 is diablo the original diablo never played it um diablo i think because when we were growing up we didn't have like we had like dial-up internet when i was like younger but like I, i always feel like kamii is a good like 10 years behind the times no matter what's happening you know what i mean and um so i remember when we got a computer but we we didn't have like internet for it and i got my hands on an actual physical like copy the disc of diablo i'm not sure where the hell i got it from but i remember having it the disc of diablo and the computer we had was just barely good enough to run it (laughs) And so I put it on the computer, and I sat there, and I started playing it. And I, Diablo, I think, is the game that started my love of, like, these RPG-style games of dungeon crawling, um, the, like, the weird fantasy settings where you're fighting demons and fucking all sorts of crazy uh, shit, like... Yeah. And it was just so much fun in it. I remember it fascinated me so much as a kid. Um, yeah. I remember, like, one of my friends was playing, like, the original Doom on oh, yeah. one of their computers, and I was sitting there trying to talk to them about Diablo, and they're like, this sounds boring as shit. Like, I'm shooting things. I'm like, no, it's, like, cooler than this. <laughs> like, you don't understand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Diablo, yeah, I think it really heavily impacted me as a, as a younger kid in the, the style of video game that I like to play now, that, that kind of long format. There's like fucking 16 levels to that dungeon for that first game. It's crazy. Damn. Um, it's, it's good. It's good. I love Diablo. Hell yeah. 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 I've never played any of the Diablos, actually. I've played one and three. Never got to play two. Um, it's three was on console. It was on PlayStation Three by the time it came out. So me and my brother were able to play it together. Nice. That's always cool. Yeah. Uh, the way you talked about that made me want to shout out um, Lord of the Rings: uh, Return of the King on GameCube, mm-hmm. which was actually one of the best movie adaptations of a video. For a video game of all time, it's an amazing game, and it really like fueled that that fantasy, that like role yeah. play thing. Like, I wanted to be Legolas so bad, <laughs> so bad. Who didn't to be a beautiful elf that has no clue what's going on, just shoots a bow at shit? That's uh. is that not the dream? Oh yeah, <laughs> just, like it's so good because he knows. You know, just, like just I, stand there, look good, and if anything moves, fucking shoot it. <laughs> he just nods. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like he just he just knows at any point, and everyone knows this that he could just go back to the elf place. You know, he says, "You have my bow." to Frodo and then he never speaks to him again for the entirety of the rest of the yeah. fucking entire does, journey does not give a shit just never says another fucking word to Frodo at all <laughs> fuck that little hobbit guy I don't even know what my friends are going that's why I'm going on this adventure cause all my fucking friends are here <laughs> I like that dwarf guy <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, no, okay, all and right. And I got a bet right. going. <laughs> Moving on to uh, n- nine. number nine. Uh, so this this is um, one maybe might overlap. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sly Cooper and the Thievius Raccoonus. Oh, my number nine is Sly Cooper three. Uh-huh. So we're <laughs> to talk about Sly Cooper as a whole. <laughs> so uh, That's funny that they both hit number nine. Yeah. Well, like, they, they, okay, so Sly Cooper was, the the first one was the first game that I, like, 3D platformer, like, uh, figure out, find all the secrets, like figure out all the hidden areas, like, and go through, just do the story in full. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, all of that. It was, it was uh, the first time I'd done a lot of that in games, and I beat that first Sly Cooper game no less than ten times. <laughs> it's a fun game. Like, yeah. It's, a, just, it's a really good game. Just had this weird fascination with it. I love the characters. I love the like the bosses the people on your side when you before you really had to play as the other two mm-hmm. i like that personally <laughs> i don't like having to play as franklin he annoys me he annoys me when he's like just a voice for an insistent part of the level like just yells at you <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah okay. uh, i i really enjoy that that first game immensely and i've played the second one but not like a lot and i don't think i've ever played the third one well so. the third one is the one i specifically have on my list because and i think i talked about it in an episode just somewhat recently actually um <clears throat> but it's the one where there's like four or five different like areas you go to different locales if you will and um the each one of them is like its own open world section yeah and at you you like set up a base of operations in each like different city or whatever okay and then that's uh, like where your van parks y- yeah kind so of you still but, like, have a van you, yeah you still have a van okay. but like you you set up a like a base in a like a building right. usually where, where Franklin can, where yeah, where Franklin can set up his his laptop, and then there's like an open world for each area that you can like search through, and there's like different hidden like things you can steal that are like like paintings and little statues and things things of value that you can then sell, and you play as all three of them, um, and. You like each one of them can go and venture out through the city, and each one of them has uh, missions that are specific to them that you have to do in order to like get right. to the main boss and steal the main thing you're there for well, or whatever. Is Franklin's still a pain in the ass to control. Um, I mean, they have it more figured out in the, by the third one. It's still you know PlayStation Two, so right. it's not great, but <laughs> they have it a little bit more fine tuned by the third one for sure. But it's just very expanded. It's a lot of fun to sneak around an open world area and be able to steal like a painting you see in a window or some shit. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's I don't. I I really enjoyed it a lot, and I think it was probably like not only the longest one, but it was the my favorite one to play. After I just recently replayed, uh, not recently, maybe like. Four years ago, I replayed through that whole trilogy, <laughs> but I played all three of them back to back. Recently, ah, oh, like four years ago. <laughs> Recently is like the last six months, man. <laughs> yeah, well, that's why I corrected myself, isn't it? <laughs> isn't it? So, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. The Sly like... Cooper games overall are just fucking. Awesome. Oh, I, yeah. it, I knew we'd have at least one overlap. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. Uh, the the cool guy and the foxy detective. That was the first time I'd seen that dynamic in anything like that consciously struck me. Mm-hmm. I know it's an old one, but like that flirtatious dynamic was like 
I don't know. That the, that was something that clicked in my head as like a six year old. <laughs> I really like. You're that. like, I understand that. Yeah, that's a good dynamic. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I probably didn't use it in those words, but mm-hmm. it's like I like this, and that's that's one of those things that always stuck with me. I like the writing in those games. Yeah, it's, it's silly, but it's. I never got good. to play Thieves in Time, and I'm upset about it. Mm. Couldn't you just download it? That costs money. <laughs> you said it like it was just out of reach, though. <laughs> I was like, wait, that's like available. You can you can get that. <laughs> I tried to get cats the other day, but our local Walmart doesn't have it. Damn. I have to order it online, probably. That's a sham. Although I did see all six of the Alien movies in a single pack for fucking $25, and I was like, you know what? six of those? Including Prometheus, yeah. I've never seen one of them. Well, I have all six on (laughs) Blu-ray! Are any of them bad movies? I love them. Are, Are any of them bad movies was the question. I don't think so. Check the IMDb's on them, and we can maybe we can do one for an episode. All right, moving on on the list. Uh, number eight for you. Number eight, uh, Guitar Hero Three: Legends of Rock. Oh, I'm so shocked a Guitar Hero game did not make my list. All right, I that didn't even cross my mind. Sad. <laughs> I I agree. Um, I I entirely agree. For me, it would probably have been Guitar Hero Two. Uh, I it was. Um, that was going to be my very first thing I was going to say. Is that it was a huge toss-up between Guitar Hero 2 and Guitar Hero 3. I understand at, that battle. But at the end of the day, uh, I was able to play Guitar Hero 3 with uh, a friend and play all the bass lines, uh, which was super cool for me as an aspiring bassist. Mm-hmm. An inspiring bassist. An aspiring bassist. <laughs> wow, that sucked. <laughs> um. Gone from the greatest sentence ever to the worst sentence ever in less than an hour. Congratulations. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's not going to make any sense. That was <laughs> like a half hour before we started this. Uh, it's a mystery! <laughs> um, no, so, yeah, that that had a huge impact on my choice. And, and uh, also the DLC songs that came out for it. Like the the extra songs, mm-hmm. stuff yeah. like Trogdor being on there in the belly of a shark. Yeah, uh, so those were big points. But uh, yeah, when when I was in ninth grade, I went through the whole game on expert with my uh, friend who was playing the guitar parts, and I was playing the, all the bass parts, and we went through the whole game in like a day and a half. That's fair, and. It, that was just really cool to see all those bass parts. Um, also, fuck you, uh, the you you know it, the white zombie sixty five song. Yeah. <laughs> this is that the whole song. I know it is. It hurts. <laughs> it hurt my hand to think about. Yeah, yeah I think mine would have been Guitar Hero two. Mainly because I've never felt quite as cool as a child as when I 100% completed Sweet Child of Mine, Expert, Hyperspeed 5. Psychobilly Freakout. Oh, nice. Hyperspeed 5. Hyperspeed 5. Always Hyperspeed 5. Yeah. Yeah. It made it easier. On Guitar Hero 2. On Guitar Hero 2, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, specifically that one. Yeah. Oh, yeah, but Psychobilly Freakout. I couldn't get it on regular. I got to the point where I couldn't play the game on regular at all. I had to play it on Hyperspeed 5. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then Guitar Hero 3 threw everything I knew about Guitar Hero out of the water. It made <laughs> me almost relearn. Uh, uh, some of the songs that always pop in my head just from Guitar Hero 3 are like uh, My Name is Jonas with the hammer-on parts. Oh, I love that. That was so much fun to do. Yeah. Um Oh, there were a couple others, and now they're leaving my head because I I said I was going to say them. Yeah, <laughs> you know how that works. Yep. But overall, the the, the whole soundtrack to that was fucking cool, and it was 
the nice whole to, bit like, where you do a fight with the devil at the end and you put yeah. the devil went down to Georgia against him. And... Yeah, that was really, it was really well done. It was fun to have it like kind of rewritten for this. And like, uh, I, I actually really enjoy the fact that none of these are like the, the, like the original song. Yeah. Like they're all covers and some of them are not the best. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A heart shaped box comes to mind. <laughs> I've been locked inside your heart-shaped box. <laughs> really, really just, like, it's like a parody of Kurt's voice. It's really silly. <laughs> and there's a f- quite a few other examples. That's just the one that comes to mind for me because I'm a big Nirvana fan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But. <laughs> That's really funny. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, yeah. Well, um, Guitar my... Hero. Fuck yes. Fuck Yes. Guitar Hero, always good. Uh, my number eight is uh, Gran Turismo 3. Aha! Yeah. <laughs> um, it was far and away my favorite racing game I played as a kid. It was... I don't know exactly what drew me to it. I think it is, once again, it's almost that JRPG aspect of it. It's because I could sit there, and I didn't have to do the harder races if I didn't want to. I could just sit there and keep doing this 3000 this race where I'm going to win $3000 and I know my car is good enough to win $3000 and if I upgrade it more then I finish this track faster and faster and faster and faster and faster and faster so I get my $3000 faster every time and I'm like so I can just sit here and hunker down do this over and over and over and make lots and lots of money and then I can buy whatever cars I want and I can upgrade them however I want yeah. and then when I am well equipped for what I need to do, then I can go do all the races. <laughs> and that's what I did. And I love that game. It's so much fun. I love anything where I can... It, it's a grind. I like the grind, man. Yeah. Uh, I I love that game. and I called it out earlier because uh, the, the license stuff... Yeah. Yeah. The the, the it, having to do it so precisely, so exactly. That was actually my least favorite part of the game. Oh, uh, no, it was it was the it was what I spent all my time doing and none of my cars were that cool or like that super upgraded or I didn't even have that many cars because I would just spend so much time getting a license with that like class of car. Mhm. And like getting the, all of that down. Uh I absolutely love just having to get the corner just right. And I I even love having to do it a thousand times because I keep fucking up. <laughs> That's just such a satisfying part of that game. As I get older, I enjoy that aspect of it more. But as a kid, all I wanted to do was the races. And then having to get the license to do the races, I was like, that's dumb. I just, just let me do the fucking races. <laughs> oh, no, I went for the top class license every time. But once again, I spent I had already spent God knows how many hours just at that very first area going around super speedway that just that beginning oval. Yeah. I don't know. I couldn't tell you how many times I've how many miles I've put in it put into put in <laughs> put into that that track like I was going to try and do a ridiculous. Harley voice and then I decided against it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's, that's smart. That's smart. That's smart. What's your number seven? <laughs> just... I'm, I'm all over here with the accents today. It's ridiculous. We are kind of pulling through these. We might be able to pull this into one episode. Oh, wow. Uh, we're at 28 minutes right now. Ah. Uh, I don't know what that noise was. Ah. <laughs> Super Smash Brothers Ultimate is uh. the one I picked. Okay, so I, this was a big, hard one for me. It was either going to be... Uh, I honestly just had a toss-up between this one, the original, and Melee. And it was just... Melee should probably have it, mm-hmm. honestly. Um, I really miss stuff like Smash the Targets and the individualized challenges for each character, which was a thing for a long time. Um the, those first two Smash Brothers games were 
really, really good for that. Like the smash the targets was especially. Um, oh, and uh, uh, jump on the platforms. It was some kind of platform. You had to get to a certain spot, and like, but they all like challenged you with the character's abilities so mm-hmm. you had to be good with that character to be able to get all of the things yeah and that little like it's the same thing as getting a license in Gran Turismo it's like individualized challenge for each character so you gotta like nail the individual aspects of that how that character plays to be able to do those challenges but that in turn it mr miyagi's you into being awesome at fighting with them Mm -hmm. so most of the characters in those original games i'm still really good with because of those challenges um well and hours and hours of playing yeah yeah that also helps yeah you know it was doing those challenges really got me to understand how the game functioned and how the characters feel and are different and are similar mm-hmm. like just all of that is uh yeah so that's the one lament for these new this newer batch of smash brothers games i think the one for the wii and stuff started eliminating those individualized challenges i think they still had them they were just more general mm-hmm. because of all the characters they had yeah like, there's I, too many characters now i i get it but Still sucks. Yeah. Like to, to lose that part of it. Um But I, I picked Ultimate just because it's the most recent. It really has almost any character you could ask for as far as like anything. Video game franchises <laughs> yeah. are concerned. Like you, you They're only much... missing like Crash Bandicoot and Spyro and yeah. like there are very few that are missing from the roster. Yeah, <laughs> always. That'll mm. never happen, man. I know. It'll I, never happen. They've made it very clear, and but a lot of the people who are not in the roster that are cool, like video game characters, you can get as skins for your me. Oh, so okay. you can just wear the outfit for. I think you can get like Sans and stuff. Like that's but, pretty neat. Yeah, there's a lot of like indie games that you can get skins for, and like popular characters that are. And, and, you know, it's not like it's not like you are that character. It's yeah, like you don't a have a, a move set. Of, it's still your me or whatever. Yeah, yeah. and it's it's them wearing the outfit of the of the thing. Mm-hmm. So it's not it's not like a perfect one to one. You don't get the character, but you you can pretend a little bit, and you can mm-hmm. customize your me fighter guy so they uh, have the similar fighting style to what you imagine they would, and then they're basically a clone fighter of you whoever know. you want to be. Yeah. That makes sense. That'll make a sense, too. Yeah. Um, or a shadow fighter, I think is what they call him. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Um, Captain Falcon and Ganon are the same. Just one's heavy and one's fast. <laughs> and they're my favorites. They're they're my mains. <laughs> uh, Captain Falcon specifically is my main, but I can really kick some ass with Ganon if I'm in the right mood, because it's the same moveset. I've played Smash Bros. Ultimate um, a whole one time uh, with a couple of my friends for a couple of hours, and I played as Cloud, and I think I did pretty good. Hell yeah. Because I suck at playing Smash Bros. I'm so bad at Smash Bros. Uh, Really bad at it. Kirby's also one of my top guys. Really bad at it. I don't understand it. Yeah. I just, on a base level, I'm like, I understand that it's a fighting game, and that I need to hit you. But, like, the damage system, and I, I understand that the, the higher the percentage goes, the easier it is to knock me out. Like, That's I guess, it. But it, it just... You still seem so confused, but you just explained it. I'm so angry about it. <laughs> I can't. It's been around since, like, 99, it's man. It's dumb. <laughs> well, it's it's a way to not, like... I don't know. Because I've also been, like, at almost 200% or whatever, and I'm still just, like, blocking stuff and doing fine, like... Oh, oh yeah, you just gotta get one strong hit at that, and you're out. It's, a uh, yeah. It's a gauge. It's dumb. 
Anyway, you seven. Not the mega sensu. Oh, it does not. Uh, my number seven is Bioshock. Ooh, the first one. <clears throat> the first one. I had a really, really hard time deciding between the first one and the third one. I've played um, the first one. The third one. I will just briefly say is literally the perfect ending to that trilogy. It is so fucking good. Um, and I I really truly love Bioshock Infinite a lot, and I was very very close to putting Bioshock Infinite here instead of the first one. But that first time that you put in Bioshock in your PlayStation. Two or your Xbox, whatever you had at the time mm-hmm. these, that game came out. The remake on the Xbox 360 <clears throat> is where I played it first. And uh, you get in that fucking kettlebell at the fucking lighthouse and it drops you down into the fucking ocean and you see Rapture for the first fucking time. It's so pretty. And I just remember the awe that I was in the at, just the idea of this this domed underwater city surviving in tubes and this like super like almost like roaring 20s era style or whatever the fuck was going on like it yeah. was it was so good aesthetically I loved it I I love the story I love the premise of it the Bioshock games in general, I, I love all three of them. They're so much fun. Um, but I, I just remember that that very first time I saw Rapture and just the awe that I was left in. Oh, that. man. And they set it up, and they, like, make it a piece. Like, that mm-hmm. it's clearly supposed to be this, and it works. It works so well. You just look in, and you just... Yeah, you see this just destroyed civilization of something so beautiful and so wrong. It was supposed to be this utopia, and everything yeah. just went wrong. And the the genetic modifications giving you powers and all the different things. Like it's just, I love it. It's sci-fi. It's still like terrestrial and here though it's just under the ocean like it's but it follows all the same like sci-fi tropes and like dystopian like almost post-apocalyptic but it's not like it's it's so good it is it's fucking fantastic i and then uh, calling the rapture oh uh, oh they've been rapturous so beautiful oh man uh what are the, the the girls? The little sisters? Yeah. Creepy. And then the, the big out. daddies? Big daddies are just good like things to fight. That that's cool. But like the, the second game was my least favorite, which is funny because that's almost everyone's favorite. I've heard so many people complain about that one. I feel like that one's the most complained about. Everyone I've talked to said that two's their favorite. And I'm like, You're crazy. Why? It's like it's just the first one, but done from the perspective of the Big Daddy, and it's just boring. I like that, though. I mean, I don't think I'd like to play it, but it's a cool idea. Yeah, it's just... It, it's like almost the exact same game as the first one. If you played the first one, then you played the second one. You just don't start at the top. You start as a Big Daddy, and you're just down there... Doing stuff. Doing stuff. <laughs> like. All right. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I remember playing that first Bioshock game. Uh, yep. uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. First Bioshock. Amazing. So good. So fun. So good. So fun. <laughs> it's a game. <laughs> What's your number six? Super Mario Brothers 3. All right. So, yeah, that's got an honorable mention for me. Yeah. So there's a a significant amount of Mario games. Full stop. Like yeah. that's Yeah, yeah. End end statement. Yeah, mm. that's a There's there's just a lot of them to pick from. The fucking shitload of them. And so There's I, too many of them. <laughs> I don't think there's too many. It's just hard to pick a a favorite just out of all the franchise. It'd be it would be hard to do a top ten of uh, Mario games, like, 
honorable mention to all of the Mario sports games <laughs> and parties. And you know, I, I considered that a sport. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. yeah, and the parties. The parties are almost a sport too. They play a lot of games at those parties. Yeah. Everything Mario does is a sport. Yeah. <laughs> he supports the X Championships. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, so Super Mario Brothers three is uh, the it. The reason I picked that one is because I got a Nintendo Entertainment System from an auction in Stites when I was in third grade. Stites is a town that has 80 80 people in it. I was going to say like 100, but I felt like that was too much. Yeah, the last time I saw the population sign, it said 86, I yeah. think. All right, yep, yep, yep. Um, yeah, they have an auction house out there, though. I don't know yeah. if it's still there, but uh, they did. I couldn't tell you. I haven't been out there in years. And somehow my mom just heard about auctions and would go to auctions all the time. I mean, if that's the only thing in the town of 86 people, you're going to hear about it. Well, yeah, but she didn't... We didn't live there. It's the auction house. It's probably the only auction house for a couple of towns. Yeah. But uh, anyway, we would go out to these auctions and sites and random other small places... Best curly fries in the world at gross little auction houses. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah just... I used to go out to Stites to go to the, the Silver Dollar, the, the little bar they had out there. Because uh, it was a bar and diner, and I could be in there until 9. My dad take me out there, and we'd have beer, beer battered fries and play pool. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, anyway, at one of these auctions, I got a Nintendo, two controllers, and, like, Six or seven games, and it was all cheap enough that it wasn't even a big deal for my mom to do it, so... Hell yeah. Uh, yeah, I took that home, and my Nintendo was old and used, and I'd sometimes have to, you know, try a few times to get the cartridge to go, and like, and maybe have to smack it a couple of times, but it would work. Yeah. Oh, things were sturdy back then. Yeah, uh, so... I spent a lot of time with Super Mario Brothers 3 after that. Like, a lot. And I would do, because I got a, a console with two controllers and nobody to play with, um, the way that game's set up, you could do a two-player game by yourself. Mm-hmm. So you hit two-player, and then you'd go as Mario, do the first level, go as Luigi, do the second level, go as Mario, do the third level, like... Um, yeah, and then I would always just make sure that if uh, one of them died, I gave all the lives to Luigi. Yeah. <laughs> I just like Luigi better. So, uh, yeah, I just played the fuck out of that game so, so many hours and so many, so many attempts to get other people to play with me. <laughs> it did not work. One of these days we'll have to sit down we'll just get it on our Switches or something, and we'll just oh, sit down and we'll play. I play it on my Switch all the time. Yeah. 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 Uh, no, Super Mario World for the Super Nintendo. But I never had a Super Nintendo as a kid, so Me never, never got to play that too much. I played it at my friend's house a bit. Um, I ended up just using that friend to play that game. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't understand what I was doing because I was like six, but... Yeah, I I wanted to go to his house so I could play that game. Mm-hmm. It was not to hang out with him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Super Mario Bros. Three. Yeah. Very good. Very good. Three thumbs up. <laughs> um, my number six is the original Tomb Raider for the PlayStation. Oh, bones crack. That's the first thing that comes to mind when I think about that. <laughs> She fall from a long way down. Yeah, you mm, if you do crack. the swan dive off of the waterfall in like the first level, and she just like you purposefully miss the water and just crumple her onto the fucking rocks below. Yeah, yeah. Um, that short little where she starts to scream, but she hits the ground too fast, so it's just like ah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I have never actually played it very much when I was. 
a kid or at all. Um, but my friend's dad played it a lot. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's the where I saw and heard about that a lot. And I just always remembered Lara Croft is fucking cool because while watching his dad play that game. Indiana Jones, but a girl. Yeah. It's kick-ass. How could you possibly not like that? And, um... So this is a game that... Because I got a PlayStation fairly early on. Like, I had a Nintendo, an original Nintendo for a while, but my parents bought a PlayStation when I was about, like, five or six... PlayStation. Yes. The memories. The nostalgia of PlayStation. I love that console. PlayStation 2, just sitting on that that opening star logo thing. Is it going to work this time? Yeah, right. Is it going to work this time? (laughs) God, that was the worst. (laughs) Um... So, uh, I had Tomb Raider, and I remember playing it a lot as a kid, and I was able to beat, like, the first, like, two or three levels, but I, as young as I was, wasn't able to get too far into it. I always had trouble with it after the first, because it gets harder, obviously. Yeah. Um, but I remember it was, like, the, the first game that my dad had bought, like, an unofficial game guide for like one of the thick like books the magazines or whatever one of the unofficial game guides and so those yeah i really miss the unofficial game guides i used to have one for final fantasy 7 that was like the best thing in the world i loved that (laughs) thing so much i read it front to back i countless times right until it actually fell apart and i couldn't save it like oh. it, it, like the spine fell apart like it fell apart oh. um the unofficial guides are always so much better than the official guides because the official guides always like explain things to a point and then they're like but you'll have to keep playing to figure out what's there mm-hmm. and it's just like fuck off i paid 60 dollars for this guide yeah right <laughs> like if I bought the guide, I've already beaten the game, and I want to go find every little individual thing that you guys have put in this. Mm-hmm. And when you get an unofficial guide, it's somebody else who wanted to do that, and then did it, and then wrote down everything they, they could figure out about the game with love and reverence. Yes. And it's amazing. Um, so yeah, he had an unofficial guide, and I remember <clears throat> that we would... Sit there, and that was like the first game that like I quote unquote helped him beat, right? Because anytime like, he would play it as much as he could, but if he got stuck and he absolutely could not figure out what he was supposed to do for like the next puzzle or whatever, he'd have me look it up and tell him like what to do step by step, and then he would be like, as soon he wouldn't let me read too far or whatever. He's like, you can read ahead if you want, but like only tell me what's gonna happen if I ask you to tell me how to do something. Right. So I got to, like, help him beat the game or whatever when he was stuck. And it was, like, a really fun experience. And since then, obviously, I've played and beaten the game myself, like, a few times. And Mm -hmm. it's just a really fun game. You don't have to think about it too much because, like, it's one of the... It's old enough that she just auto-aims at any enemy that's on the screen or whatever. And so you can just run around. If there are enemies, you just hold down the one button to shoot things. You can do jumps and flips and tucks and rolls. And it's it's just a really fun... It's like an action platformer puzzle, 3D puzzle-solving elements thrown in. Lots of fun guns to use and kill stuff. It's a fun story. Hell I yeah. love that game. Hell it's yeah. Indiana Jones, but with a girl. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah, and there's nothing not to love about that. Um even with literal boulder down the hallway sequences. More than one. And you go find a lost city and you get to fight dinosaurs. <laughs> God, that's, this is a that's cool incredible. game. You go to hell at one point in that what? game towards the end. Yeah, no, dude, this game uh-huh. is pretty, yeah. You don't go to hell in you, Tomb Raider. You do, at the end. It's like one of the end places and you fight what's called, they're enemies that are called centaurs. And they're like demons that have they're like no they're like demons on the upper half of demons but they have horse bodies and they launch fireballs at you that's wretched and the spoilers for tomb raider (laughs) but the the final boss is a a chick that is like you've been you've been hired to find this relic right 
Indiana Jones. Right. Um, and then when you get to the end of the game, it's Belongs like, in a museum! Well, yeah, she turns out to be the bad guy or whatever, and she was trying to get you to find it for her so that she could do bad demon things with it. And then it turns out at the end of the game that she is that sounds a, so sexy. She is a demon. Like, she sprouts wings and becomes, like, a demon and flies around and you have to fucking kill her. It, it's a fun game. It's such a fun game. Get I me love the that relic game. so I can do bad demon things. <laughs> Wink. <laughs> I love this game. It's a great game. Yeah, fuck yeah. That sounds All the Tomb Raider games are fun, but the that very first one. All the original Tomb Raider games are fun. Yeah. Hell yeah. Um Well, uh I lied in the middle of the episode. Shit. Because uh, we're at 50 minutes now. So I think if you have any other honorable mentions, uh, now would be a good time um, for those. I guess um, one more honorable mention that I thought of would be uh, Army of Two. Okay. Um, me and my little brother. Army of Two and then Resident Evil 5 specifically. Um, okay. Because me and my little brother love a good couch co-op. And um, when those games came out... Couch him- coop. Uh, him and I sat down and uh, played them together and had a lot of fun. Actually, we've beaten both of the Army of Two games, but um, yeah, I that's that's always good stuff. Always good stuff. Wii him and I are actually sports. we're going back through and we're replaying through Resident Evil Five right now when oh, I go to fun. his house because he has it for his PlayStation Four and he's like. I can't beat it on my own. I'm professional mode. I need your help. And I'm like, ah, yes, you need my help? Let's go. Let's do it. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, yeah, no, Wii Sports is another shout-out for me. Lots lots of fun on that. Like, it's yeah. just a real basic-ass game. But Bowling and golfing and tennis. Those are my games. Boxing and bowling. I didn't like the boxing. I liked the boxing. It was a lot of fun. I like uh, the golfing and the tennis a lot. Oh, I did like the golfing. Tennis was alright. Computer cheated. I didn't... I always played with friends. I was always playing against friends. Well, aren't you so fucking cool? Well, I didn't have a Wii, so I was playing at their house. <laughs> oh, fair enough. <laughs> I had a Wii and no friends, so... Uh, I didn't have... I had a couple of friends, but... I learned how to cheat the system on the bowling so I could get a strike every time. Go over backwards? No. You just, like, lift up too far and then Ah. drop it, and it just drops and goes in a straight line. Ah. Nice. Um. Man, I can't think anymore. Uh. Well, we will come back. We've gotten ten through six done. And um, we will come back next week with the, the, the last half, the five through ones, both of our... Our our final. Are you <laughs> Nothing? <laughs> the final parts of our <laughs> top ten list games of all time. Uh, I I hope this was entertaining. It I probably wasn't. If we I think we went on a few tangents for a little bit. Um, we might have gotten a little sidetracked at some some points, but when when don't, don't track we? your sides? Yeah, don't do that. That's uh, that sounds painful. Yeah, with a car. Yeah, yeah. See, that's that's what I was worried about. <laughs> that's 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 exactly what I was worried about. Anywho, <laughs> that's been a a Vigi games, Vigi uh, games part three, part one, part three, part one. <laughs> what? What? Uh, wait, should I do part three A? No, because duh. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>